Derek, have you seen the new jerseys that Michigan will wear against Florida on Saturday? I wanted to say no just to mess with you, but absolutely, Tyler. I have seen the all-maze jerseys. going to be a color rush game against Florida Saturday, September 2nd at 3.30 p.m. And, yeah, I'm going to wait to share my opinion about them because I know you have a strong opinion, as you always do about these types of things. I think back to the the Jordan takeover and the new Nike apparel. Obviously, you had some of the hottest and strongest, most elite takes in the podcast realm, but I saw them, and I want to hear what you think about them. Oh, man, to be honest with you, I really like them, and I feel like I'm going against the grain because most of the reaction that I've seen so far has been negative. People have been making fun of them, like they look a little silly, um, I, I see what these people are saying. You know, they, they are definitely different. I mean, we're not used to all maze. I suppose, um, you know, the basketball team wore those highlighter jerseys uh, once or twice. But um, I really like them. I think they pop out. It's the right maze, which really helps the situation. So, you know, if I, if I had some extra money to throw around, I'd definitely get a jersey. I don't, but I really like them. I think they're going to look good on Saturday. Yeah, I like them too, and I, I'm not. There's one thing I'm disappointed about, and I am. I am glad that the um, the maze is is accurate and it reflects kind of the the new shade of both the blue and the maze that Nike has put out uh, consistently. Obviously, you referenced those highlighter jerseys. I think to the Outback Bull jerseys where just kind of a such a neon you couldn't even read the numbers on the field so I like that the color is consistent I do think uh, Jordan and Nike could have done a little bit better of a job making them a bit more appealing uh, but I'm all on board with the concept I usually would would hesitate when it comes to a maze jersey uh, for the football program we've been used to seeing the all-white we haven't even seen the maze pants uh, outside of the on the home jerseys, so little disappointed because I think it could have been even better. But I'm about it, and I I understand that people are are up to traditions and want things to be up to the traditional standards. And Maze is not something that U of M's done except for one time against the Naval Academy back in the 20s when when I don't even know if we had grandparents born in the 20s, honestly. And dude, I just. I like it, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna live with it. And I hope they just look better on the field because in that initial picture uh, that that came out, I didn't love it. And then when the pictures came with kind of the back, uh, the dark background, I liked it a little bit more. And then Ty Rogers put together an awesome video as he always does of one of the assistant coaches dancing in the jersey, and I liked it even more. So I can only assume on game day uh, under the lights at AT and T Stadium in, indoors that they'll look even even prettier. They look like uh, bananas, don't they? They kind of do. They 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 do. It's very very similar to to obviously the the basketball maze jerseys, uh, and so it's not like it's that unique. It's we've seen the color before. No one ever complains about the basketball team doing it, minus the highlighter occasion with Adidas. But it'll take some getting used to, and I would say that more people dislike it than like it at this point. I guess we'll see how Saturday goes. So you mentioned that you would um, change some things. Like, did you have anything in mind? I don't know if you're. Are you a designer by chance? I am not a designer. However, I not professionally. No. No, I do. I do think that 
a couple of things could have changed. I would like to see a couple more uh, blue accents. Uh, I'm glad they um, stayed away from from white. Uh, and then I thought for a second they were gonna like maybe do some highlighting of white around some white accents. But I would like to see a little bit more blue. I know it seems silly to be an all maize jersey and include more blue, but you really only have the the collar, the numbers, obviously the Jordan logo, and then I think a little a little bit on the sleeve. I would have I would have loved to see something a little more blue accent. Not not to the West Virginia. A lot of people are comparing these to the West Virginia jerseys. Not anything along the side, but. I don't know, maybe maybe a little bit more pattern or or some of the uh, the, the web technology that that Nike has on other jerseys throughout college football. But hey, it's a standard maze jersey, and just curious to see what they do with uh, gloves and socks and and shoes as well. You know what I think is going to be cool is how it it'll um, fit in with the Florida blue. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I maybe maybe I'm picturing something that isn't there. But um, I think that could look pretty decent, you know. If you're just uh, if you're a fan who's just tuning in for something aesthetic, maybe that's gonna do it for you. I don't know. It would do it for me, I think. But I, I think I kind of have a, a low fashion standard. Yeah, and I think to Jim Harbaugh's point that he made, he said it's it's a school color, uh, and that was kind of his comment uh, in reference to why people are making a big deal out of it. It's a it is a school color. It's obviously to. Part of it is they've said to celebrate the 150-year anniversary of the official colors of maize and blue, and obviously the the pants have been around. The maize pants have been around forever. Uh, Harbaugh went away with them uh, when he started in 15, and that had some pushback as well. Uh, people didn't like that look, didn't want to go away from the maize pants, and I was a little concerned about that at first. But again, I saw pictures, I saw them in warm-ups, but when they were out in the field and as that Utah game became a night game, uh, I liked it even more. And now, now it's something I've grown used to in, in two seasons under Harbaugh's direction on the road. So uh, I don't think this will be a very consistent trend. I would say once a year. I'd, I'd even be surprised if it was twice a year. Uh, I'd say once a year. And I guess for me, I'm curious to what else they may do in the future. Is it just going to be the standard maze that's their alternate or will they... Will they take it a notch further? Uh, as long as they don't touch the helmet, uh, I'm I'm on board with anything. Yeah, I think we, we all pretty much agree there. Don't don't touch the helmet. So Derek, uh, as you know, the Go Blue Crew is celebrating 50 episodes. Woo! Uh, I probably should have mentioned that earlier because that's something that you definitely lead off with. But to commemorate 50, you know, I was thinking about asking you to to name your 50 all time great Michigan moments, but that's tough to come up with <laughs> off the top of your head, and I get it. So instead. Tell me your favorite Harbaugh moment. Do I have like a, I mean, is there a range of time I need to choose from? Um, as a, as the Michigan coach. As the Michigan coach. I mean, I think my favorite day is just the day that uh, he had his first press conference with his raspy voice. Uh, I think that's by default my favorite moment just because of, of what it meant for the program and how exciting it was. I mean, it was more exciting than, than any game I had watched really in my in my time on earth I mean at, at that point I was I'm not young by any means anymore uh, I'm not a kid but I definitely think that that was the biggest moment as a fan that I've had so I, I would pick that but uh, some other things that I really like I like the I like the sleeping over at was it Nordine's house uh, in Rockford that's not far from from me it's a couple of highway drives away and so 
that was cool. And I also love the moment where he had the, the no shirt on playing catch at one of the satellite camps. That was a another uh, favorite moment of mine just because I think that really just established that Harbaugh is going to be Harbaugh back at the college level. So those are, those are three moments off the top of my head that I can pick. You picked really great moments. Um, I... I didn't think too far in advance about what my answer would be, but the shirtless moment was definitely up there. So I'll, I'll pick something different just so we can get a variety of content in here. I like the tweeting, his social media presence, you know, when he, when he calls out his Rocky Top colleague and, and things like that. I just, I think it provides a spark of energy, especially when it's in the off season, which is when he's most active, uh, especially on Twitter. And it's just kind of something that brings life to the people who are sitting bored on their couches waiting for football season to finally come back, to have Jim Harbaugh, this massive personality, uh, taking it to social media, it's a, it's a blessing, you know, because he could have his personality at, at press conferences, and I think we'd all still pretty much enjoy it and look forward to it. But there are two people who, when I'm on Twitter, I search them, and I scroll through their tweets to see if I missed anything. And I'll, I'll let you guess who the other one is. But obviously, Jim Harbaugh is one of them. Who's the other? Oh, it's not man. you. It's not you. I was gonna, I was gonna guess me, but I, I think, don't. I guess big. I don't have a big. Think big. It's at real Donald Trump. Uh, I was gonna guess at real Donald Trump, but unfortunately, I, I don't think you have to click on his profile to see his stuff. I feel like it just. If it's not going to pop up on a feed automatically, it's in the it's in the top moments of the day uh, on Twitter. So, I, which yeah, is a I, whole another issue. Top moments. Oh, we could I have don't... a whole episode just saying Twitter. What the, you know, seriously. So I hate I hate that. I hate top moments. <laughs> oh so yeah, it's. I don't want to get going on that. I could go thirty minutes on that. Sometimes I'll read something in a tweet and I'm like, oh my god, and then look at it. It's like you know. 13 hours old and, and we've moved on from that and here I am with my mind blown possibly depending on what it is and, and nobody else even cares about it anymore so 50 we're at 50 and uh, I think there's really no better way to celebrate 50 than to be looking forward to such a massive game you know every every season opener is of course uh, something we look forward to to kind of end the in the dry spell of no football but it's Florida, and like that's a really big deal. Not just for Michigan, not just for Florida, but for college football as a whole. So what are your first general impressions of what this game could be? I think this is going to be, uh, I would say maybe a mediocre game in terms of, uh, from an excitement standpoint. Uh, and I'm thinking of a, a non-fan of either team. I'm thinking of someone who's looking to, to tune in. They're, they're going to like the jersey colors. Uh, they're going to be a nice contrast. Obviously, a game uh, in AT&T Stadium is, is, is always a big one. Uh, obviously, one of the, the most beautiful athletic complexes in the entire world. And so I think, though, for an average fan, I think that it will just be kind of a mediocre game. I think it will be slow-paced. I think there's going to be a lot of both teams figuring some things out. Uh, both teams at this point uh, this week have still not named starting quarterbacks. Uh, even though we can make our guesses for for who it will be for both teams, so I think eventually though I expect a couple of the big plays on both ends, whether they're a big defensive stop or 
or a, a deep pass from who I think will be Wilton Spate to Donovan Peoples-Jones so people can actually see who some of these freshmen are outside of kind of the Michigan camp where we know who everybody is. And so I do think it will be a close game at some point, but in the end I think it's going to be a Michigan victory. Uh, I'm just happy to see the Wolverines on the field. I'm going to be even more happy to see a, a win, uh, which I hope is going to be a win. And from a standpoint of everybody else, I think everyone's just happy to see some college football back. I, I agree that I think uh, it's going to be a Michigan win. But, you know what, my, my apologies. My cat is going nuts right now. Hey, man, it's 50. We're, it's cat's, 50. Cat's celebrating with us. He wanted to get in on the action. But, um, so, I, yeah, I do think Michigan is going to end up winning this one. I think it's going to be low scoring just because of, you know, the fact that it, it always seems like defenses are, are in better shape in the beginning of the season. Not to mention the fact that neither offense, I don't think, is going to be particularly great, even when we're looking at, like, October. So, yeah, low scoring, a Michigan win, probably. <laughs> that means it probably won't be all that exciting, you know? Obviously, we'll be pumped, but for the general college fan base, I'm not sure what people are going to take away from a win for either team. You know, if it, if it is uh, truly, like, a low scoring defensive battle that maybe at times looks ugly even offensively. Tyler, one of the ways we became most famous here uh, on Wolverine Sound and the Go Blue Crew is I always at some point in a show, historically, and, I, and I've moved away from it because he used to call me out, I had kind of like a Debbie Downer moment, you know, where where I just had to bring up something either negative or talk about something that could lead to a negative thought. So I have a question for you, and it's kind of along that same page. How stressed do you expect yourself to be while watching the Michigan game? How many stressful moments where you just are sweating profusely and, oh, I, I don't know if I can take this. Do you expect to feel that? And if so, how often? It was interesting that you mentioned that because I have plans to watch the game with family, which is uh, usually something that we save for Michigan-Ohio State. So, you know, I, I may end up, like with some uh, like fan PTSD where I'm around the people who I'm, I'm used to seeing Michigan lose to Ohio State with. You know? So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be pretty stressed, to be honest with you. How about you? I agree. I, I think I will too. Um, I'm just kind of curious to how soon it will come. Will it be first possession, uh, Michigan starts the ball, say, and goes three and out? Am I stressed like then and there? Uh, because I can't, I can't come to the realization that there's a lot of game left. Or is it Michigan's down a touchdown or two when I become stressed? I know it's going to happen at some point. I just don't know how much patience I have with a brand new football team, or uh, most of the team seems new at least, with with a lot of uh, new arrivals and young guys taking over for for guys who have left. But I expect to be a hundred percent stressed, probably almost a hundred percent of the time. I just I'm curious to how much patience I have this season because every year I go into the football season thinking you know what I'm more mature I'm a year older it's just a game I'm just a fan covering via podcast and social media and it takes one or two possessions and I'm like holy crap dude I am so stressed I'm sweating I'm pacing I don't want anyone to talk to me don't talk about the stupid commercials mute the commercials I don't even want to hear them I don't even know what to tweet right now because I'm so stressed. That's the mode I go into rather quickly. But hopefully, at 25, 
I'm an engaged man. Got a lot going for me in life. Hopefully, I've found a way to overcome some of that. You're engaged? I'm engaged. Recently engaged. Do you <laughs> Happy have a, 50. Do you have a minute to talk about that? I don't. Okay, thank God. That was really just a courtesy offer. We, we don't have a minute to talk about that. No, we don't. So, so let me ask you this, because I think I know my answer, but are you going to be more excited or more stressed out? I'm going to be more excited, uh, and, and hopefully that comes with uh, trying to eliminate some of the stresses I feel. And, and got such a, I feel like I've got such a, I'm so wrapped in all, all the games, and I have been for forever as a lifelong fan, but I think definitely beginning of the season. Uh, there's a lot on the line. This is a huge game, but I'm going to be more excited even as some of the more stressful moments come around. And if it has to be a comeback victory or close until the, until the end, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm prepared for that. I've, I've seen a lot of those uh, in my short lifetime. Uh, and I just, I'm so glad that we're finally to the point where football is back. And at this point, it seems like it came so soon, even though I waited and, and I dreaded the wait all summer and it felt like it was taking forever and ever and ever. It's back. And I, I almost can't believe that this Saturday, uh, just a few days away at this point, uh, we're going to be watching Michigan football. And before you know it, uh, season passes by pretty quickly, so I'm going to take it all in as best I can. Yeah, maybe that was a softball question because um, I'm definitely going to be more excited than I am nervous. I I think there probably are people out there who are going to let nerves take over the excitement, but for the most part, I think it'll be more excitement than nerves, which is good. You know, you don't want to burden yourself too much, obviously. So my last question for you, if Michigan loses... How do you deal with it personally? Uh, I probably just uh, I log into Podbean, which is where uh, Wolverine Sounds uh, hosts all the podcasts, and I go to the settings, and somewhere in there, there's a deactivate account. Amen. That's yes. If I don't do it first, because I'll do the same thing to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Here's my thinking. This is the fifty of the show. It probably doesn't get much better from here unless we get to that 100 mark but I don't think we can put out good content if Michigan loses against Florida what are we going to do log in next week and be like that sucked and then three three seconds later three seconds later the show's wrapped up and we post it out and say go blue crew doesn't have anything to say this week that might actually get quite a few clicks we never know no I mean like a 25 second episode of of us just sobbing into the microphone and being like we can't do it that you know what that's a good idea for for a loss however like we both said we think a win and so i expect to be back next week and uh but if they do lose in all seriousness uh it'll be a little frustrating uh i think the worry will kick in a little bit uh but i think that i'll be able to dissect really what what went wrong and i hope if they do lose it's because florida played a really good game i don't want michigan to beat themselves this early uh young guys and so obviously that could happen. Uh, mistakes are going to be made. Just hopefully not too many of them. But hopefully the veterans kind of, kind of come in and, and step up and and perform. And then hopefully the young guys can hold their own just long enough to beat a good Florida team. But yeah, if they lose, uh, not the end of the world. There's a lot of season left. Obviously a, a loss in week one uh, will affect the entire season, but not as bad as a loss to maybe an Ohio State in the last game of the regular season. So there's time to recover if they lose, but. Uh, like we both agreed upon, I think it'll be a win. 
Yeah, I um, I'm not sure exactly what I'll do if Michigan loses, but it'll be something dramatic. I'll be drawing attention to myself most likely, and it may take me. It may take me the full the full week to recover and get back emotionally to where I need to be as a fan. So, do you have any other final thoughts? Looking for not you know not just Florida, but you know episode fifty, my cat, anything. Man, I'm happy to I'm happy to be at fifty. This is this is exciting. I can't believe we've done uh, approximately fifty shows. No, it's it's exactly fifty. Oh, exactly fifty. Look at this. Counted it up. I did. I did. I counted it out, and uh, you know we've been we've been keeping track for probably twenty or so episodes. So yeah, this is some. This has been a, a long time coming. Well, hey, I'm excited to celebrate fifty. I mean, obviously, I do. I do another show, so sometimes that leads into the confusion. I feel like I've done it more than fifty times. I guess is the best way to say it. But fifty of some of the best episodes that you can hear anywhere. The most honest fire takes that are produced via podcast i mean i think back tyler to how far we've come we used to volunteer at go blue radio wolverine sports radio and to create our own thing here i mean there's nothing better yes we we were wonderful volunteers that really gave us the platform to launch off of in my opinion and and get to where we are today so thank you all for listening you can check us out on twitter at wolverine sounds Facebook, Wolverine Sounds, iTunes, Wolverine Sounds, and we've got some shows there, including uh, Derek may have mentioned it earlier, Divine Intervention, where he stars with uh, Craig, who uh, you know, I don't know his last name. That's probably my fault. But anyway, thanks for listening. We look forward to a Michigan win. Fingers crossed. Go Blue. Go Blue.